It's time to take a cruise. Hey, greetings from the city of Orlando, Florida. My name is Josh Ellis, Chief Executive Angel at SavingsAngel.com. And this is the Savings Angel Show. For over nine years, I've been teaching people about saving money, not just through couponing, but pretty much every method you can employ. Now, I'm a consumer expert, syndicated newspaper columnist, and TV and radio personality. Because I live here in Florida, obviously one thing that is available to us is there are an abundance of cruise ships. And if you play it right, you can actually get a really great deal on a cruise. I suspect that's why you're listening to this episode, because you're like, Josh, show me how to take a cruise, but show me how to do it in a way that I can save a lot of money. Well, I've got the expert for cruising and saving lots of money. I've got Bob Levenstein from CruiseCompete.com on the program, and he's going to share exactly how you can have the cruise of your dreams and do so at an amazing rate. It is possible to save a lot of money and get a lot of vacation value by taking a cruise. So we'll talk to him. We'll also zip over to the Grand Caymans and we'll talk with Joseph Harris. And then finally, we'll visit my friend, Jamaica Phil uh, from the island of Jamaica. So if you haven't guessed, my dear wife and I took a cruise recently and it was an incredible experience. I really, it worked out uh, through a professional organization. We were able to uh, go on this cruise and I'm just going to tell you right now that it was one of the best weeks of my life. And the dear woman that I've been married to now, Jenny and I have been married for 20 years and it was so great because we we really haven't taken many vacations where it's just she and I and we leave all the kids at home. We tend to take a lot of the family vacations. And for us, I, I, don't, I don't want to overstate this, but but it really was kind of like falling in love all over again. I mean, it was really that magical of an experience to just spend so much one-on-one time together and have these new shared experiences together. And Royal Caribbean, who we cruised with, just did a phenomenal job. And we had cruised in the past. And I'm actually going to ask Bob about this because I have my suspicions. And it was just a three-day carnival cruise got a ridiculously low price on it. It was one of those kind of last minute opportunities and like the whole family ended up cruising for a thousand dollars. I mean, it was, it was really, or it was even cheaper than that. I mean, it really, and that's five people. I mean, that really was like a really, uh, you know, a thousand dollars is a lot of money. I, don't let me kid you, but you know, to take a cruise, Again, we we felt like just kind of watching the prices, that was actually a pretty good deal. That said, we didn't really have a very positive experience with it. It seemed like it was just kind of a, had a booze cruise feel to it, a lot of drinking, smoking, gambling, and yeah, there was stuff for the kids to do, but me, I was bored uh, during that three-day cruise. Now, the Royal Caribbean experience that we just had. It was a seven-day cruise. 
it was at no point did I feel bored. I mean, I had some some things that I were that I was doing as well, but there was so much to do on this ship. And my wife and I just had an amazing time together, uh, you know, having saved up to be able to do this. And then again, through the um, professional group that I was with, the larger group, uh, we ended up getting a very, very good deal um, as well. So that enabled us to go. So I'm not going to go through a whole travelogue with you, but just so you know, um, so this was back in the fall, and I'm finally sharing this audio with you, having just been able to speak with Bob Levenstein. So there were three stops that we made on this Royal Caribbean cruise, and the first one is in Haiti. Now, you're not necessarily going to Haiti when you travel with Royal Caribbean. They have their own little area called Labadee, so it's a little resort area. And it was really great. And uh, we had a nice time and, you know, just got to relax at the beach. And, you know, they had some different, um, we went on a little historical tour and that was fantastic. Now, the next day we went to Jamaica and Jamaica, we ended up connecting with a tour operator. His name is Jamaica Phil. And I actually want to introduce you to Jamaica, Phil, because this was probably one of the highlights of our trip, um, being able to go to Secret Falls with Jamaica, Phil. All right, so I'm here with Phil Lafayette, uh, otherwise known as Jamaica, Phil, and we had the best time, and I'm so glad, Phil, that my wife and I were able to find your tour. Of course, we looked on TripAdvisor and your reviews were just off the charts uh, glowing. So I thought, man, there's got to be something to this. And then we connected and you showed us the most amazing time today. We yes. went to the falls, the secret falls that not everybody goes to. Uh, but I was, I'm going to let you explain exactly the, the tour that you provide people who come to visit Jamaica. Okay, guys, uh, this is Phil, and it's such a pleasure to have um, my service shared with you uh, worldwide. Um, I'm parsimonious, Phil. I do stretch your dollar on vacation, taking you into some of the more pristine sides of Jamaica, the unspoiled beauty, where you really enjoy Jamaica to its entirety, and you can spread the love. Uh, I had the opportunity of taking uh, Josh today and his wife to a different side of Jamaica, and definitely would welcome the opportunity seeing you and taking you on a tour here in Jamaica. Oh, you was... can go to jamaicaphil.com to find my service and what is offered. And if you have a group, I'd be more than happy to discount the rates. Absolutely. So again, jamaicaphil.com. And Phil as well is going to have videos. He's got, uh, you got to go and read the reviews. This guy has a, uh, has, uh, uh, has been, it's just been a fantastic day. So Phil, thank you so much yeah, for the man, experience. I do enjoy the rest of the cruise. It was certainly my pleasure being your host. Awesome. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. So then the third island that we stopped was the Grand Caymans. And the Grand Caymans is really interesting because there's quite a diversity of experiences that you can have. Now, where our ship set port or where we where we stopped and we got off and took the boat in, it felt very Western. Um, it felt very westernized. I mean, we were in a city and it seemed very much like, um, you know, we were in the United States. Uh, and with one exception, uh, we actually got to rent a car and got to drive for the very first time on what here in the U.S. we would call the opposite side of the road. And it's actually not as hard as you might think. 
But one thing that we wanted to do, yes, you know, when you go to the Grand Caymans, they have, you know, beautiful experiences that you can have, you know, seeing sea turtles and there's lots of water sports activities that you can do. The snorkeling is fantastic and the scuba is fantastic in the Grand Cayman. And while that sounds terrifically fun, my wife and I are a little bit nerdy and we had done some water sports already. And so we were really interested to learn a little bit more about the Grand Cayman. So at every destination we went to, we really wanted to learn about the history. Well, we were in luck because we got connected with Joseph Harris. And now Joseph Harris gave us a tour of Pedro St. James, um, which is a location. It's a fort uh, on the Grand Cayman. And there's a lot of rich history in the Cayman Islands. And so we were very, very grateful uh, to be able to connect with him. And in fact, let me introduce you to Joseph Harris from Pedro St. James, who ended up working out as a great ambassador for the Grand Caymans. So why are the Caymans a great place uh, for a family to come visit? Actually, we are one of the best places to come because you can come here and there are a different variety of options that you can have. Our options give you more of like you're getting away. You're not in the hustle and bustle of home. You forget like you're even anywhere else. You're just mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm somewhere else. I'm happy. I'm relaxed. You can go into either, you can stay either at the seven mile area or in town if you want to have something of familiarity mm-hmm. for the hustle and bustle. Or you can go to the eastern districts, which are Borden Town, North Side, or East End. Mm-hmm. And you get the sense of, look, I am literally on an island. I am by myself. I am, there is no one around me. I am at peace. I'm calm. I'm just relaxed. You literally just get all of that. So it seems like the, the major tourist draws would be there's a lot of great snorkeling that you can do. And then turtles. What am I missing? There's a lot of water sports events. So it's not only snorkeling. You can do snorkeling. If you are a diver, we have a lot of different dive sites on this island. We have actually 365 dive sites. <laughs> That's combined with... One for each day of the year. <laughs> literally. But it's actually for Grand Cayman and our two sister islands, which is Cayman Brac and Little Cayman. So if you want to go to either one of them as well to stay, same thing. Um, the only thing is with our sister islands, they are more um, secluded. So you really get that sense of, I am alone. I am just by myself. I don't have no distractions, no disturbance. You know, and I will say that um, having visited now uh, Haiti and um, Jamaica, um, coming here, um, it is a little bit more westernized. Well, yes, because we are very close to the U.S. Uh Um, So we do have more of an adapted um, sense with the U.S. itself, so we are kind of more towards that side of the of the of the, of the world. So we do have more of a familiarity with the Western side, but it also makes it easier because most of our visitors that do come are from the U.S. as well. Sure. So when they come, it's not like okay, it's, a, it's like a culture shock. It's more like an ease and transition. Mm-hmm. It's not so severe. Mm-hmm. And in about thirty seconds or less, why should a family come visit Pedro St. James? You get to learn literally the history, culture, and also the entire islands in one shot. You just get to have fun, learn about the the island and also the history of it, the culture, and how we came to be and why we are the way we are. Wonderful. Joseph, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. 
Now, if all this sounds wonderful and you're thinking, but Josh, a cruise just seems like kind of a an extravagant vacation. And, you know, maybe I've seen the, the ticket prices for a, a trip and I know what a vacation costs and you're starting to add it all up in your head and you're thinking, oh, but what about meals? What about this? What about that? Well, I want you to, I want to introduce you to Bob Lovenstein because what we experienced on this trip was so great for someone like me because someone like me really doesn't like getting nickeled and dimed <laughs> on a vacation and you know what that's like um you know when you uh you know when you go someplace you know like every single day is like a hundred dollars in meals and there's another hundred dollars for this if you, you want to do something with your family and then by the time you're done with the vacation you're like oh my gosh how did that add up so quickly well in all-inclusive vacation means just that. It's all-inclusive. So once you buy the cruise, unless you want to buy gifts and maybe there's some things that are outside of your package, that's the only time that you're going to spend money. So for us, you know, the only time that we spent money, we bought a couple gifts for the kids and we went on some excursions, but we had planned that ahead of time as well. That's it. So, you know, if I looked at what we spent during that week, I have to tell you that I was pretty satisfied with that whole experience. But let me introduce you to Bob Levenstein so he and I can kind of talk about the numbers to see if a cruise might make sense for you and your loved ones. <laughs> Bob Levenstein with CruiseCompete.com. Thank you for helping me out. Happy to do that anytime. So I want to talk cruises. So my wife and I just had a seven-day cruise. And, and thankfully, because of a group uh, that we were able to join, I think we got an amazing deal on it. And so we were very, very grateful to be able to have that experience. And I feel like we got a really great experience. Uh, and... You know, I, I'm, we're not big cruisers. I, I think historically, maybe we've looked at cruising as being somewhat of a luxurious experience. However, depending on when you're looking at the calendar and depending on how you do this, a cruise, Bob, I think can actually give you amazing vacation value for the dollar. Am I right? Oh, you're absolutely right. Um, there are a lot of things about the structure of the cruise industry and how they make their, mo how, how they make their money. Uh, that that lend to that, and if you are smart about what you book and when you book, uh, and how you book, uh, you can really get a tremendous amount of value for your vacation dollar. Uh, it's not necessarily the cheapest vacation, but in terms of the value that you get for the money you spend, uh, it's really hard to beat. Uh, so yeah, so obviously this vacation is going to cost more than a road trip to grandma's house. However, Bob, what would you say are like the two to three, maybe four tips that you would advise a a potential cruiser who says, you know what, I'd really love to, maybe it's always been on my wish list to take a cruise together. How can someone get the absolute best deal when cruising? Um, I think even before I go into that, uh, just one thing to mention is what makes cruising so great is so much of it's included in your in your cruise fare. Mm -hmm. uh, you go to a resort, the room's included, but your food isn't and your entertainment isn't. Uh, on a cruise, your food's all there, your entertainment's there. Uh, a lot of the things that you're going to do during the day that you would normally spend money on are already taken care of. So the key then is to pick the right line uh, and get the best deal. Um, 
I would say the first thing to look at is when to book, uh, when to uh, when to sail, because the way the cruise business works is these lines have extremely expensive ships. Someone, some ships that cost more than a billion dollars for a ship, mm, wow. and they've got to keep them full. And that may be easy at peak times, over holidays, uh, during some vacation when the kids are out of school. It's a lot harder to do, though, when there's less demand. Uh, when there are times like uh, like right now in uh, November, where the kids are in school, um, it's hurricane season in the Atlantic, uh, it is, um, it's harder to fill the ships. And the only way they can do that is by cutting the prices. So you can get some really tremendous deals. What do you recommend for first-time cruisers as far as the number of days? How does one decide what to book? You've got a couple of big, well, you've got a couple of big, uh, a couple of questions here. Uh, first off is, do you have to fly to get to the port? There are a lot of cruises that you can take. Uh, you can cruise out of New York City. You can cruise out of New Jersey. You can cruise out of, you know, obviously out of a number of ports in Florida, South Carolina, Virginia. If you're taking a cruise that you can drive to the port, uh, and again, that might be New Orleans, New Orleans, it might be Galveston, Texas. If you can, uh, if you don't have to pay for that flight, everything gets a lot cheaper. If you're doing that to look at a three-night or a four-night or a five-night cruise, um, that might be a good uh, that might be a good starting place for a uh, for somebody who's you know not sure what they want to get out of the experience. Um, on the other hand, the value uh, most cruises are seven are seven-night cruises, and your odds of finding uh, the best value for your money are going to be on a seven-nighter. What is the day-to-day schedule like when you're cruising? Um, it's really one of the great things about a cruise is you get to decide what kind of vacation you want to have um, because all of those activities are laid out before you. Uh, you get up in the morning. You can have room service delivered free to your cabin if you like to start your day. If you'd rather sleep in and walk down to breakfast, you can do that. Um, on board the ship, there are all kinds of activities uh, from you know athletics. You can play basketball. You can play you know soccer on a basketball court. Uh, you can hit golf balls, you can do climbing walls and things like that. There are water slides for the kids. There's a free, uh, they're generally free kids clubs, uh, which is like summer camp for the kids. They can go do that. Uh, you can shop, you can, uh, they, they show movies at night. They have all kinds of live music. They have stage shows and other entertainment. Um, it's just, it's really an endless buffet of, uh, of things to do. Mm. Um, but on a typical cruise, you're going to spend most of your days uh, at a port, uh, which is a great way to see a place. Uh, you pull in uh, and you can go and do, you know, whatever is that one best activity that most appeals to you on that island. It might be touristy things. You might be in Key West and want to walk through Hemingway's house. Uh, it might be more um, more athletic or adventurous type things. You want to raft down a river in Jamaica. It's, um, you know, there's, there's just an endless uh, array of things that you can do. And to be able to just wake up in the morning, be at a brand new place because the ship got you there overnight and go out and enjoy um, all that there is to offer in, uh, in one location is, uh, is really a lot of fun. Mm. So let's go over just real quick the budget. If someone's like, okay, let's see if we can make this work. So when we say all-inclusive, um, so obviously that's going to cover your entertainment that's going to cover your meals unless you elect to uh, get a premium meal, which I think on some lines are are available. Um, There may be some activities uh, on ship that that might carry a premium price. Uh, Maybe if you want more of an exclusive experience with that, but by and large, there's 
enough to do on the ship that based on your all-inclusive price, there's enough to keep you busy. Oh, there absolutely is. And if you look at it from the cruise line's perspective, um, the money they get is divided up. Uh, really, they've got you, you've got your, your cruise fare, which is what you pay to get on the, sh- on the ship in the first place and covers your room and your meals, et cetera. And, uh, and then you have what the cruise lines call your onboard spend, which, of course, is any money that you're going to spend while you're on the ship. Um, from the cruise line's perspective, those numbers are often fairly equal. Uh, what you spend to take the cruise and what you spend on the ship um it really depends if it's a cheaper cruise uh the onboard spend may end up being more if it's if not it may end up being less um and you can be as frugal or not frugal as you like the big revenue generators for the cruise lines are number one your alcohol uh number two your casino gambling and so you can see very quickly that if those are two things that you want to go easy on uh you can save yourself quite a bit of money uh, number three for, for the cruise lines are, uh, are shore excursions. Mm. So these are tours that you purchase specifically to, um, um, you know, when you're on, on, uh, in a port to have someone guide you and take you through and uh, go and do whatever. This might be swimming with the dolphins. It could be a, uh, a jeep tour of the desert in uh, Aruba. It could be, you know, a hike to a waterfall. It could be anything that you can really think of. Now, the cruise lines charge a premium for these. They mark them up by about 35 to 40 percent. Um, there are a number of places that you can go, and Cruise Compete is one of them, where you can buy tours directly uh, through a consolidator. And not only do you save significant money doing that, but you will also save in um, – you'll also get a better experience because some of the cruise line tours can tend to be cattle calls. Because yeah, you've got agreed. a couple thousand people on the ship, they all saw the same list of tours from the line, and a lot of them picked the same one. Uh, but by going outside, doing a little more research, uh, you can really you can get a better deal and uh, and a better experience. Mm-hmm. You know that was absolutely our experience. Ended up going through a private tour uh, operator in yeah. in uh, both Jamaica and the Caymans, and we had an amazing time. And, you know, we talked about experiences, you know, we traveled with a group, and, and they said, well, you know, we went to a place called Secret Falls and in Jamaica, and they went to a different place that I think all of the Disney buses and, like, mm-hmm. all of the buses were just bringing people, and they they showed me... They went to Dunn's River. Yeah, Dunn's River, that was it, yeah. And yep. it was, it was so crowded, you, you know, people crawling around in the falls, and you know, people's uh, hinders in your, are in your face, and <laughs> so... I've, uh, we, I've, in fact, been to uh, been to Secret Falls um, mm-hmm. with a gal named Carolyn Barrett, who's absolutely wonderful. Uh, mm-hmm. Just listening to her talk about her experiences in Jamaica uh, is worth the price of admission. Yeah. And you know, you may be hiking up a water course with two other groups on the whole on the whole thing. Yep. You know, 30, 30 people on a thing that goes for several miles yeah. versus having to wait to step to the next rock before the person in front of you does that. Yeah. So yeah, shore excursions are a big part. Um, and again, um, in the in a, a purchased excursion, uh, you can definitely do better by shopping around and going direct. Um, but also, you know, you can come up with your own stuff to do that costs even less. Mm-hmm. Places like Costa Maya, you know, took a five dollar cab ride to the beach and hung out and had just just a great time. Yeah, it can be done. And you know what? You I, I think you can you can make those choices and 
you will not feel as though you're being cheap because there's so many options, so many choices. And I mean, the fact that you're in a beautiful location, uh, there's there's beauty and enjoyment to be had just about no matter what you do. So you're going to have a great time uh, no matter what you decide for your family. Um, Bob, one question I want to ask is, does it make sense to book directly through the cruise line or should you go through a travel agent like Cruise Compete? Okay. Well, Cruise Compete is actually not technically a travel agent. Oh, uh-huh. um, we are actually a marketplace for travel agents, and I'll tell you a little bit more about that. It never makes sense to book directly through the cruise line. Wow, never. Um, you will pay as much or more if you go through the cruise line, and if there is a problem, which isn't likely, uh, they're pretty rare. This industry runs very, very smoothly. But if there is a problem, you don't have an advocate to uh, to argue your case with the cruise line. Uh, the cruise line cares a lot more about a travel agent who does a lot of business with them than it does, uh, than it does about you, you know, who clearly, you know, by yourself doesn't do nearly as much. Uh, they can get through the travel agents can tend to get through to the right people to get things done. If there should be a problem again, not saying there's likely to be a problem, but it's good to know. Um, cruise compete is unique, uh, in the market. We do things differently than anybody else. And the way our system works is this. You come to the Cruise Compete website. Uh, we have all sorts of information to help you choose uh, the specific cruise that you want. You go into our site and you select the ship and the sail date and you tell us how many passengers and things like that. And as soon as you put, uh, put your information in, which is, which is something that we call a quote request, uh, that information is immediately viewable in the accounts of more than 500 independent travel agencies. And what they're going to do is go in and compete for your business. So you will get three, five, seven, eight quotes. Um, from travel agents saying, hey, I got a better price, or I can get you a higher level cabin, or I can get you this price, but the same price, but I will give you onboard credit uh, of, you know, $200 that you can spend while you're on the ship. Mm -hmm. It's, um, you will save significant money um, or get significant additional value. Uh, How much you save and how, in what form it takes depends on the cruise line. Each line has their own rules. And our agents obviously have to uh, have to abide by those rules. Yeah. Um, but just like anything else, when you get people competing to get you the be- get you the best deal, you're going to do better than uh, than simply just asking someone for a price. I love that. Well, I'm a free market guy, so I love that concept. Uh, you know, and it is interesting though. Um, you know, travel agents seem to get these, and it's not necessarily from what I've seen. Maybe the bottom line price point may not be different, but for some reason, travel agents are able to just kick in all these goodies that you won't get if you book directly. And, and how are they able to do that? Uh, there are a couple of different ways they can do it. Uh, one way is. They get, uh, if you put together, if they have what's called group space, um, where they're buying a certain number, they're get putting together a certain number of cabins for the cruise line. So I'm, I'm going to book eight cabins instead of one. Uh, the cruise line gives them perks that they can use, that they can distribute to, uh, to the, uh, the people who are, on the, uh, who are in that group. Uh, it could be um, a lower price. It can be additional uh, onboard amenities, bottles of champagne in your cabin, those kinds of things. Um, it can even be cabin upgrades where you get a better room for the same price. Um, but beyond that, um, to go back to just sort of the, the what I always think of as rule number one in the cruise business, if you're a cruise line, the most important thing to do is to fill every cabin on the ship. Empty cabins, not only don't you get paid for the, uh, you know, for the cruise fare, 
But empty cabins don't drink at the bar. They don't buy short excursions. Uh, they don't gamble in the casino. Um, and what the cruise lines often do is they'll have preferred travel agents that they will work with, that they will give a special deal to somebody to say, gee, I need some more people for this specific sailing. Can you, you know, what can you do? Uh, can you lean on your people? And if you do that, um, you know, I will uh, will give you some extra um, some extra goodies to give out. Is it possible, Bob, to get the absolute best deal by maybe taking a last minute cruise? Um, well, yes and no. Last minute doesn't mean what it used to. Hmm. Uh, before 9-11, last minute meant you could actually walk up to the ship uh, the day it was sailing and say, hey, I'll give you 200 bucks for a cabin. Uh, <laughs> doesn't work Those that way. were the days. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it used to be uh, now uh, 72 hours before the, uh, before the ship sails, you have to have the, the manifest done. Um, but even then, the cruise lines, I think, are a little bit... Um, I don't want to say smarter, but I, I think they have more data at their fingertips than they used to. And so last minute tends to be somewhere in the range of six weeks before sailing. Oh, my goodness. Um, because when you pay for a cruise, you're going to put in your initial deposit, and then you're going to have a final payment. And how far out from the cruise this final payment is depends on the length of the cruise generally. But it's usually around 60, 70, 50 days. Uh, with the average being around 60, 65 days out. And once people have made their final payments, um, they can no longer cancel and rebook. And that's a point where a lot of the cruise lines, if they're hurting, that's when they'll drop their prices uh, once the people who have already booked are locked in. Uh, now, if you are locked in, you can often go back to your travel agent and say, hey, I saw the price went down. You know, What can you do for me? Sometimes the travel agents can get the cruise line to uh, to give you some onboard credit and do some other things. Sometimes they can get you the lower price, but most of the time they can't, and most people never even ask. So it's once they have the uh, the people who've already booked locked into price, that's when they start looking to try to to try to fill. And so that's about the uh, for a last minute cruise. That's when you want to look for. Uh, uh, for those kinds of deals. Uh, the warning on that one, though, is just as the cruise prices tend to go down as you get closer to sailing, the airline prices tend to go up as you get closer to sailing. <laughs> so if you have to fly, um, you know, that's really something to take a look at and look at that in advance because there's no point in saving, uh, you know, 200 bucks on your cruise if you're paying 400 bucks more on your airline. Well, Bob Levenstein from CruiseCompete.com. Thank you so much for all the tips. And, uh, you know, what makes me excited is the person who maybe has not considered a cruise before uh, and actually making a goal of it and finding a great deal and experiencing it. Because the time that my wife and I just had was probably, I, I would say, maybe aside from the week, the first week that my wife and I met each other and had that first week together in Hawaii. I was a, I was a sailor in the United States Navy and oh, wow. uh, she was a tourist. So we spent, uh, we spent uh, two weeks together, uh, crazy in love. Uh, and, uh, but I would say aside from that, this is probably the best week of my life, uh, is this cruise that she and I just took together without the kiddos this time. <laughs> so, well, that's wonderful. Um, you know, just a couple of quick things. The kids absolutely have a wonderful time. They do. Uh, my son had just the best time the last cruise we took him on as a seven-year-old. But the other thing that I just would mention to, uh, if to, your, to your listeners, um, a lot of people think cruises are a lot more expensive than they really are. Uh, you can get a week, a one-week cruise for, you know, Five, six hundred dollars a person. Mm. 
And that includes, you know, most of the, you know, your budget has to be a little higher than that. You got airfare. But these things really do start fairly inexpensively uh, at the off times. Yeah. And the um, the experience is just as good as I think you just noted in November as it would be over New Year's. For sure. For sure. It's a lot less expensive. And again, breakdown, you know, I'd, I'd love to see maybe a calculator breaking down exactly what you get. And when you start adding it up, you know, between the meals and, uh, you know, all the other things that are complimentary or just inclusive, uh, you really start to see, you know what? Yes, it may be a larger ticket item than, than I had been planning. But when you add everything up, uh, it actually ends up being an amazing vacation value. It sure does. I once went to, uh, to spend a week at um, uh, Atlantis in the Bahamas. And, you know, the cost was not that bad for the room, et cetera. But by the time I was done with, uh, with a couple of teenagers uh, of my wife's and, uh, uh, and a little one and, you know, two adults, we ended up spending about three grand on food. Oof. You know, yeah, it's uh, uh, having all that stuff included. You know, the last cruise we went on, there's a Blue Man Group show. It's free. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You know, it's, um, you really get some tremendous entertainment value for the dollar. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Bob, thank you so much for your time. Happy to help anytime, Josh. You have a great day. Now, I'd like to thank Bob Levenstein from Cruise Compete for sharing some great tips and strategies with us. To, if you're interested in going on a cruise sometime in the next year or so, a, a really great way to get it done and get the upgrades and the better price that you might normally not have gotten. So thank you so much, Bob. Now, I'm going to be sending out in my email a link to Cruise Compete. And of course, if you go to savingsangel.com forward slash podcast, and you click on the show notes for this episode, or if you look through my blog, you'll find it there. Um, But if you should happen to use my link, you don't have to, but if you should happen to, I will tell you thank you because it is an affiliate link, and those affiliate links are what empower us to continue to produce great content for you and helping you save money in all areas of your life. And it's really, really great when I can help you get four and five star experiences at two and three star prices. I mean, that's part of my mission because I I love this concept of being able to live an abundant life and be able to have these experiences that you might have thought have may have not been a part of your plan just because you thought, well, it's too expensive. Um, but if I can help you get there, if I can help you get there by helping you save an extra $300 a month on your grocery bill. And by the end of the year, you've got $3,600. Well, I mean, based on my conversation with Bob, $3,600 is going to get quite a handful of people. That should be able to get your whole family on a cruise if you want to do that. Certainly, if you just want to go on a little lovebird cruise on on the uh, on the love boat, uh, you're absolutely set with you know six months of grocery savings you're going to be able to take the cruise of of your life uh, with that kind of savings so that's a great way to look at it and all you're doing is just taking away from maybe retailer and manufacturer profit that you're currently paying for and because you're using savings angel use all of our free coupon database our free articles our free deals that we post on our blog or become a vip member and you can save even more our vip members tend to save two three four hundred dollars a month or more you can absolutely do it and you can absolutely have the cruise vacation of your 
life. So you can find more information about that by going to savingsangel.com and just watch the little video where I explain exactly how our VIP program works. And then we also have a video where we interviewed and talked to a lot of moms who are using Savings Angel very actively and saving their family lots and lots of money. You can absolutely do this so that you too can have any vacation that, that you desire. So with that, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I do appreciate being able to, oh gosh, you know, go on a cruise. and <laughs> uh, It really is just such a humbling, such a cool experience to be able to do this. But I also really appreciate being able to share this experience with you. And And I hope to share more experiences like this with you in the future. So with that, have a great day, have a great week, and as always, live abundantly.